Welcome to the Dump Change Podcast, episode 20, believe it or not. Uh, my name is Reed McDonald, your host. Uh, we're excited to be back. Uh, we are coming from the Odd Man Rush Studios, deepening the River Valley. And I got to tell you, you can't see this uh, on the radio um, or the podcast, I should say. Uh, but this place is fucking nice. Titties. It's, it's the Taj Mahal. And um, yeah, we feel pretty uh, honored to be in here and having such a good place. So, Steve, nice job. Good job, Steve. Um, but uh, we'll get to, we got a lot to talk about. We're just going to have a kind of a bullshit sesh today, but, uh, and then here, uh, we're going to record another pod right after this. Big guest on that pod. We're not going to, not going to ruin a huge, huge guest. So, um, but yeah, we got uh, Walter Eunice is back. Uh, Walter, what's up, bud? Uh, I'm excited to be back. The uh, the uh, sweat equity that uh, Steve Glines and his lovely bride and Kevin Hayo have put into this facility is uh, obvious, and uh, the results are uh, yeah the results are are, are there. Um, really, I, I got one thing on my mind that I'd like to talk about. As you know, we've been having to remote record because I've been gone quite a bit. So um, I am now in the process. Uh, well, fully. I guess not even in the process. I am part-time living in Oswego, Illinois. Uh, so what we have when you have successful things um, like a podcast is you have like the uh, you have like the uh, the gotcha people. They like listen, and then they listen to you say something and and a take, and then they wait for you to come back full circle, and then you say something that contradicts or it doesn't line up with the take that you had prior and then they say gotcha see see you guys were talking about this and now you're saying the same thing as that so we have apparently two or three or four or five or ten or eleven of our 12 or 13 listeners are gotcha people and they've reached out and they've they've talked about the asshole triple a segment that my lovely co-host reed mcdonald so eloquently described and they feel that uh that we have somehow uh, broken our own rules in regards to asshole AAA because uh, my son is playing in Chicago this year. Well, if you rewind the tape, I think that you would listen to Reed McDonald say several criteria to be asshole AAA. One being, if you are one of the top five players in your birth year, mm, maybe, okay? He also said that in order to not be asshole AAA, the team's got to be better than the team that you're leaving here. Okay. And uh, is 12 early to leave? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But all that being said, criteria was met to not be asshole AAA. Gotcha, people. And uh, at the end of the day, dub or the 08 birth year at the comp level is not allowed to play into checking. So you really have USA Hockey to thank, well, ASHA, because ASHA also approved that at the 14 level for house hockey, A division, there is checking. 08 birth years can play up at the house level and check, but at the comp level, they cannot play up and check. So it absolutely makes no sense. And believe me, that would have been the easiest thing for me to do is move him up to play on a, his team he's been playing on for seven years. And, uh, that combined with the fact that our lovely Anchorage School District has decided to put all these kids at home for who knows how, what is it, January? 
there's the high school kids, January, middle so school guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Combined with that, just, you know, led for a great opportunity for me to uh, try something different. So I am, and uh, you got you guys. I don't think you got anything. Um, it was described and criteria was put forth by lovely Reed McDonald. And I well, think the only criteria I got, I got my, I, I think you're fucking crazy, but that's my take. <laughs> I mean, having a kid leave at 12 is, it, it's, it's, I don't, I don't think it's necessary in, in any other circumstance. But, um, and I also said, you know, when a kid's 16, even that's pretty young, but at 12, I mean, you're talking, uh, yeah, I stand by everything I said, and like I said, also said on the on previous podcast, I respect every parent to do what they think's best for their kid, and I'm not going to fucking dog you for that. You do what you're best. I think you're crazy, but... <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're not the one writing the check, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but, but um, so yeah, I mean, and, and that's not asshole triple A. I mean, if you're... Um, and actually, we all kind of won the bet. Were you here? You don't think you were here. I think it was you and I and Hale. Um, we didn't really bet monetarily, but we, we did, the thing is, is he going to be wearing one Chicago Fury item, two? I was thinking a hat and a hoodie. Had to, call, wearing, had to a, comb the hair. Wearing a golf shirt. The so hair looks good, by the, the way. Uh, quarter zip. Triple A. Triple A quarter zip. I'm going to add another A on there. A triple Quadruple A. a. Quadruple A. <laughs> so uh, so I, I got a lot of feedback from that, too. Oh, you guys are talking about both sides of your mouth. I am not talking about both sides of my mouth. I stand behind everything I fucking yeah. said, so. Uh, so yeah, it is. It's uh, it is what it is, as they say. Uh, hey, you know what I, says. I hate that saying, by the way. But <laughs> I I asked Walt when we got in here. I said, "Is Dub having fun?" And uh, you said he's having a yeah, ball. Yeah. He's having a ball. He's having a lot of fun. And really, at the end of the day, like, does it? That's really what matters. Is if Dub's having fun. Yeah. Right. And like I said, this is not doable without COVID. 19 yeah he's not going to school in illinois right yeah. so um, well and you guys are you you're living there two on two off now yeah, too. yeah. so it's not like he's with a billet family no no no, guys. no 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 he's with uh actually he's with his mommy right now yeah. so no it's 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 a little bit point being after the long-winded explanation that for whatever reason i felt the need to give uh it, it you know it it is is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is, and and it's and it's a unique situation in a unique year with a unique opportunity. And originally, the entire plan there was a half dozen teams that wanted Dub to travel on their tournaments with them. Not a big well, deal. Well, all these tournaments are getting canceled because of COVID. And then, I, so I agreed to travel with this particular team. And then once they canceled school, it's like, no, fuck it. You know, I worked. I, I took a lot of risk in my 20s that I probably I, I shouldn't have taken at the time. No bank was like the freewheeling lending days for business. They'd give anybody a loan with a heartbeat, you know. And uh, so I took a lot of a lot of risk there in my 20s, and I worked my bag off in my 30s. You know, road construction every summer, and and it puts me in an opportunity that I'm able to do something that I think is good and enjoyable and a nice experience, and and uh, I did it. So yeah. that's where we're at. It does suck recording with AirPods in, FYI. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the whole kids leaving, and, and, I, and you know what? People listening, I know they're not going to agree with everything I say, and I don't, <laughs> I don't care. That's fine. You have your opinion. I have my opinion. Walt has his opinion. But, like, take my son, Gavin, who is a, he's an 11th grader, 16. He's always been a young birth year, so he's always like the youngest guy on this team. 
But um, now he's playing 18 AAA for Team Alaska. So Team Alaska started that 18 AAA team. Probably to have Asha run it as like you're only going to have one AAA team, and every, probably a little late in the game. I thought they probably should have done it should have done it in 2015 or even earlier than that to kind of get everyone on one team. So now, I mean, <laughs> again, kids are leaving. Again, agree or not disagree. Gav's team, you know, they're an 18 AAA team, but they're not going to go out and freaking crush, you know, any mm-hmm. legitimate top 20 teams. They're not. They're going to get their ass handed to them. But at the same <laughs> Thank, time. Thanks, Dad. Well, at the same, maybe, maybe not. I guess I'm, you got to play the games. But my point is that. You know, having all these guys leave is like, what's <laughs> we're going to train guys till 12, 13, 14 and have them leave the state. I mean, what are we doing here? It's like we should be keeping some of these kids here to freaking. I don't know. Just be, having your kid away for me. And I know that's not your situation, but like, sending your kid out at 14 or 15 to be, I mean, to billet with another family. Does, that. Does, I'm sorry. It's, does, it's too, much, too soon. A lot of it, too, I would assume would be who the hell the coaches are. Right. So who is Gav's coaches? Uh, Graham McManaman was coach. The way I coached when he was a ninth uh, or nine and ten when he's a squirt. So I mean, they got great coaches and guys that want to give back. Like, yeah, like Graham's great because mm-hmm. he doesn't he didn't have kids on the team or anything. He's just doing it for the love of the game mm-hmm. and to give back. And, and I appreciate that. And um, yeah, and even Graham. Graham's one of those kids that left pretty early, and he, you know, I think he semi regrets it. That he left it like I can't remember. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but he did leave kind of early to go play at Colder yeah. or something. And mm-hmm. He looks back and goes, ah, eh, you know, could have stayed here, should have stayed here. But I just think it, it'll make local hockey better. And speaking of that, I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's get around there. I don't want to go too far here, but we got to talk about UA hockey here in a minute. So, uh, anyway, Walter, nice to have you back. Recording uh, remotely did suck. We had Sucks. egg on the face because we had a huge guest, too, a huge guest, legendary hockey player. Uh, older than me, and one of the first guys to go out. I'm not going to tell you his name, but he was here ready to go, and we had egg in our face. We couldn't yeah. do it. We couldn't put it together. The, the, our cr- our, the our crazy, nerds and our nerdery didn't do their job. The crazy no, part was? It was a bitch. We recorded the night before, and it was absolutely it was freaking flawless. Everything on my end, like, it, it, there was no delay. Yeah. There was no nothing. I, we weren't talking on each other. It was absolutely perfect. We had to so. put our tail between our legs yeah. for that one. I may yeah. or may not have had a temper tantrum on I'm that I'm pretty one. sure that guy left at nights. I yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Big Ginge, uh, producer Big Ginge, what's happening? I don't yeah. really have any good info on you today. Dude, Nick, there's. Whack you down. And, oh, I, I, oh, he's got a job now. Uh, he's working. That's well, good. It's a step in the right direction. I got my job back, right? So that f- official, right? I've been working yeah. again. The, the airline's starting back up. Everything's good. God damn. So much stuff has just happened over the last, what was it been a month? Because I missed yeah. the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, it's. Um, it's just getting back into the normal groove of everything in life where like you wake up and you have to go to work four days a week. <laughs> that sucks. That's tough, tough first week. Oh, huh? Speaking of that, we'll, we'll get into retired life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you're getting into that routine of like, he sends me Snapchats. He sent me one great one. just ripping the juicy fart <laughs> and his buddy, not even break a strike. Yeah. Get it. Get it dog. <laughs> That's <Where> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it really kind of, you know, everything hits you at certain moments of how crazy everything's been over the last six, seven months. And uh, getting back to uh, getting back to Raven, where I work as an aircraft uh, a mechanic. Uh, it, no, uh, no, I thought you were stewardess. 
<laughs> no. Oh. Well, if I was a stewardess. Flight attendant, actually. Oh, yeah. Sorry, flight the attendant. fucking trim wheel on that airplane would be rolling crazy because my fat ass would be walking forth, back and forth. <laughs> It'd look like a seesaw. So uh, you talk to guys around there and, like, you know, you see people you'd been working with for, you know, at that point in time when I got laid off, it was nine, almost a decade, right? Nine, ten years. Uh you know, people are just so happy to see you and everybody just sees you and they want to shake your hand, give you a big hug. And like, everybody's so happy in there and everybody kind of shares the same story of like, man, oh man, it's like, you know, by June, July, we, you're just depressed and you just, you don't know what's next. And life's a giant question mark. And now that you got a little hope and you got, you got these people that came in and bought the airline, it, it was just, it's very refreshing and it's a very different outlook on life than, uh, the past few months have been so i've been there back for about a month now and uh everybody's grateful to have their job nobody's bitching about you know oh we didn't get my fucking lunch break on time you know it really puts everything into perspective and uh you know it's it's really good to be back with the boys back there at the shop and uh yeah like you said it's been kind of been kind of quiet on the uh, Kenny Chirp game. I think the only thing I got right now that you could have probably brought up was the fact that fucking Moose, the uh, podcast puppy, locked me out of my fucking house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I think, I think we have visual evidence Deck. of that as yeah. well. Yeah. Hey, I'll cue yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm out uh, standing my front deck. or It's just a little patio on the second floor of my little condo, and there's uh, there's no stairs down to the first floor. And I'm uh, I'm staining it, and I close the sliding glass door to uh, keep the dogs from coming out onto the patio while I'm staining. Well, you know, this five six month old puppy gets excited because I'm down on my hands and knees sanding, and I go to get a glass of water because at that point in time it was like mid August, right, boys? Like so, it was hot, right? Sun's bearing down on me. I got wicked southern exposure at that place, and and not super bronzy. I'm a I'm a shade less I'm I'm one shade shy of like fully cooked lobster at that point, and uh, I go to go inside to get a glass of water, and the door won't open, and I go oh my god, and it was at that point I realized Moose, the uh, five month old Labrador Retriever, had knocked down the lock bar. He fucked you. He fucked me right <laughs> up my ass. Right in the ass. Deep. Like mm-hmm. full elbow. It was Balls nasty. Deep. Yeah. And deep. yeah. So he had knocked the lock bar. There's a bar that keeps the sliding glass door from opening. You know, it's a secondary lock. And uh, I, I, of course, had called like 10 different people who were local. Everybody except the people in this fucking podcast. Because I knew as, as soon as I let these people in the podcast knew that I'd been locked out of my house, that they were going to bring it up and never let me forget it. Yeah. And eventually I got to that point. Of course, nobody picked up. <laughs> Reeds, what were you doing? You were doing learn to play hockey. I was on, learn, I was on the ice. You were on the ice. Eventually I put out the, uh, the SOS, right? <laughs> Hour and a half later, I ended up getting let out. By who? My mom, oh, <laughs> good old yeah. mom came good over, mom. right? You know, mom, Oh yeah. she's down there making sure shit's right during free skate. You're not going to Zam. You're not going to Zam Jasper. Uh, there's like two people on the ice for you. There's well, dirt on the ice. I'd like it to be Zam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we're not zamming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're in an impasse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and by the way, thank you for thank you for the patience with her, by the way. Oh, she's great. No, she's, yeah. a, no, she's awesome. She loves the Mac Center. She's deep Eagle River. Years of years of uh fuck. Years no. of dealing with no, that's not even dealing with nothing. me. Really. No, that's no, nothing. That's, that's way way worse. But we, uh we may have to go over that later. But Oh yeah. She uh but yeah. So anyways, there's a lot's been going on. I'm I'm just you know, I missed the last pod. Uh, I'm happy to be here, happy to be back and um uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've been up here and saw what Steve's done with the studio and everything is, this is, uh, this is beautiful. Uh, uh, props to Hayao too. You know, he's been kicking ass and taking names on this. He just kind of, you know, you know, put it in drive and gave him the keys and he's made it, he's made it 10 times what we all probably could have thought it could have be, you know, it could yeah. be mm-hmm. so, so is Steve. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, so anyways, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Well, cool. Yeah, I have nothing to. Um, yeah, other than you know, I guess how's your sex life? Your fiance. <laughs> sex, sex life is great. I mean, how's your love life? Because I mean, you know, do we have to live vicariously through you? Probably. I don't know. I mean, no. I hopefully, mean, you're still getting all that the beaches no. and all Rito, that. No, Rito, don't don't oh, wow. Rito, don't play that game, right? I see you and Shonda. I see that fucking look in her eye, and I oh. see that look in you. Mm. I, like, don't don't play that game. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm 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 been married for twenty some years, twenty plus years. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm still getting after it. You're the golden basis. standard. Look at you. It's I'm, I don't know. I think she calls me a sex addict a lot. Yeah, you're a sex addict. I, mean, I don't think so. I mean, I, I I'll, that's a good topic. You sex. know what? I think I think there's guys out there. You know, I I a simple uh, thank you would be. An, <laughs> I, Honestly, dude, I'm not kidding. How many, and I don't know what the thing is, but I think a lot of guy, people that have been married as long as I have, you know, don't, you know, don't get intimate anymore for whatever reason. It's like, dude, I'm into it. I'm down. Keep it. That's you, right. She rubs my leg in the night. I'm like, you, you, you want to do it now? Or just, or just, you're moving? Just change. No, oh, that's cool. So I'm, just, I'm over here. If you, if you need it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm down all the time. So she, she does call me a sex addict. You're the gold standard, right? Like, God, I, I think Ashley said that. Like, God damn. Like, I wish, like, when we're that age, I want to be there. I'm like. Hmm. When we're that it. age. That's right, you old fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my wife does the things like, would you stop it? Yeah. It's like, again, you're welcome that yeah. I still want to, you know. Consummate this action. It's uh, consummate this because a lot of oh, yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, people are banging as much they should. Especially there's a I'm sure on those stupid ass sites there are lonely women who's their their old bands don't even never never aren't interested. Don't touch whenever. Not a problem in my house. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm interested. You I'm built happy. your house how around old? fucking. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I did. How I designed it. A couple things. <laughs> how old is Shonda? Uh, she's not too old. All right, you're not too. Young. She's five years younger than me. Gotcha. So she's like 47, yeah. 46. No, it doesn't 45. look a day over thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two. No. Exactly. Tops. But yeah, no, I did uh, build my own house, and um, I had to put in one window that was <laughs> a little higher up, and because Sutton could like see, and it's not going to happen. Also, I share a wall with him. I put in one. Well, other people call it insulation to kind of. You know, a sound dead anything. Sound I call bad. It, I call it fuxillation. Fuxillation. <laughs> it's got fuxillation, so no one's gonna hear anything. So yeah, oh yeah. Hi. So I like to moan. Uh, Shauna not so much, but I'm a moaner. Hey, real <laughs> quick <laughs> though, shout out, <laughs> shout likes out to, to make a little racket in the sack. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> shout out to Gav, right? Oh yeah. Being one of the best moaners mm. I I have I've heard to date. The force is strong in him, and you yeah. are uh, you know you're the 
you're up there. You're the far away, <laughs> which he is is uh, is measured by because yeah, he like he's like, dog. Jens just takes it next level, dude. If I ever have to like line or ref any of his games and he fucking moans on the ice, yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. I'm not gonna be able to handle myself. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> I'll have to tell him that. Actually, it'll be here later. You can tell him. Right on, right on. Uh, so anyway, I'm a little tangent there, but. Uh, Executive producer Steve Glines love the place. Um, well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have pictures of it. We got badass blue lights under this custom table that are just sexy as hell. That was the uh, that was the ginger's finer it. touch right there. Nine ninety nine on Amazon. But, nice. Uh, yeah, and I, thanks for all the compliments, boys. Uh, first of all, sorry everybody for uh, being a week late, but I tell you right now, between the four of us, it was fucking worth it. Because how much fucking fun are we having right now? We're oh not God. even watching the clock, so oh clear schedule and uh, listen up. But uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, I had an epiphany. What I don't know about a week ago. I'm in here, and we're kind of we're just down to kind of the final. You know, I guess uh, what is it called, Walt? Uh, um, finished carpentry, yeah. which I'm the, really good at, and I love list. so much. I just I just fucking love it. Not. But uh, I realized the epiphany was that I will never park in here. No. Uh, yes, this is a garage. We joked about it not being a shop. That's why we call it a studio because, you know, we all know Steve. But then, I, you know, originally the, the whole thought of this place was, you know, just to uh, park in it and, uh, you know, store your Christmas ornaments and shit. And then the studio came along because the podcast and, and now I'm never even going to fucking park in this thing. So. I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful. It's kind of uh, modeled after, you know, early 90s in my time in Seattle, the uh, the grunge and metal bars I, I went to. And, uh, yeah, I think it's coming along just nice, so I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Total metal vibe, uh-huh. dude. I can see rocking out in here. I'm done. Ginge at that some w- point. That's right. Oh, come on, man. That's why it's the chug, The chug fest. The chug man. fest. Come on. Get after Throw it. the horns up. Uh, but to go one step farther, so um, – I haven't traveled in a while, COVID, fuck off, but uh, I did have, uh, for about a year, booked uh, a week in Hawaii over Thanksgiving, this coming Thanksgiving uh, holiday, uh, to enjoy and be a participant uh, at uh, my lovely brother-in-law, Kyle Rowling, Rayling, if you're from Journey, and uh, his, uh, his bride-to-be, Christina, uh, at their wedding, and uh, of course, COVID fucked all that. So they were kind of scrambling, and they're really set. Not they. She is really set on uh, 11, 24, 20. I don't know what that number means. Maybe it was a combo lock back in seventh grade or something. But <laughs> So they're sticking to it. So November 24th, they need they need a venue. And uh, they were joking during the construction, like, <laughs> we'll just get it uh, married in the studio. That's awesome. Of course. Absolutely. That's great. And they're like, no, really. Oh, fuck. All right. So now they got a wedding planner involved. Before, I just had to fly to fucking Hawaii I have a cocktail they tell me to show up at three I go to the wedding and you know now now the, you know we're on the clock here so uh so that's all one good agreed to that they brought the wedding plan over two three ten times already and and whatnot it's gonna be great and then the first thing the wedding planner says to me actually she said it to them in front of me this is all set up so who's gonna marry you they both look at me the way you guys are looking at me right now yeah Yeah. so now i am not only uh, the venue host i am the man of the cloth man of the cloth welcome to the the club buddy that's right for those that don't know uh reed was my man of the cloth uh four years ago this month so 
So at that's good. At the Max Center, at the yeah. Max Center, by the way. But I'm also putting my uh, executive producer hat on. I'm thinking, you know, I could charge a little bit for this and, uh, you know, make a little revenue for the pod, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we live stream. Please. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> live no. stream. Welcome to the party, everybody. Brad looks great. Don't Sleep worry, those guys in the corner, they're just talking to themselves. Anyway, here she comes. He looks great. Okay. And anyway, <laughs> hey, oh, get me a beer. As you trips over the bottle cap. It will be uh, DJed by uh, Mr. Kevin Heyo, and we'll get to him in a minute. I do want to kind of recap because, God, this is having fun. There's some good shit going around here. Uh, uh, Walt's whereabouts, the uh, first of all, to the to the uh, the naysayers or whatever we call them, the the gotcha guys. Yeah, um, you know, at first I was kind of a gotcha guy as well in my own head, but I kind of I thought about it and whatnot. So my own personal experience with that is I was a shitty hockey player, so the opportunity was never approached to me or my parents so we didn't have to fucking deal with it but um my uh my lovely wife uh Aaron was in a similar situation she left home at 14 um to go to Shattuck she was a freshman at uh, a Shattuck freshman sophomore she did uh, two solid years down there and you know again this is different times you know this is um you know 15 years ago or whatever and uh just in, in that situation maybe you know girls hockey in Alaska you know isn't what it is now but um Anyway, so after a couple of years, um, and she doesn't mind me telling this story because I do, and it's it, 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 she burned out, long story short. And that's a good place with a great education, good coaches, um, administration, staff, whatever. Uh, I mean, it, it, to her parents, it was, you know, it was the perfect opportunity of like, hey, she's good and good education. We've got the whole thing. Let's, let's go for it. And it just didn't pan out for her. So, and, and she came home and she played hockey and she, you know, she finished her career here and has a great life now. Thanks, you know, to... Well, not me, but um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but so, no regrets in that regard. So, I, I, ultimately, I just it comes down to the it comes down to the kid, it comes down to the family, it comes down to the situation, and, and everything's different. And so, of course, you know, now we have you know a little two and a half year old Paisley, right? So, you know, she's yet to put on skates, but probably will real soon. And we're all we're like, oh no, she'll she'll never leave. She'll never leave. We're gonna keep her here till she's thirty. She's gonna live in the basement and. And uh, and whatnot, but uh, you know, you just have to leave that uh, that opportunity open. That uh, you know, shit shit changes. I mean, the world changes, uh, hockey changes. Um, um, so kind of seeing what Walt's gone through with, uh, you know, the development of uh, his son and uh, the where his family's at and his career's at, and uh, USA Hockey and Alaska Hockey's at, and and then COVID, like it. it I, I, I got your back, Walt. I mean, like you just can't, you just can't predict that, you know. So, and also to his offense, like he checked all the boxes. So let's just get over that. Um, if you're still on that, so just get the fuck over it. <laughs> That's my two cents. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's good. I know Rita hates that. Uh, but before I pass the mic, uh, one last thing, um, Mama Holmberg. Just I made a little note here. Mama Holmberg, Kenny's wife. Oh, excuse me. Different Holberg. Kenny, he just mom. spit his beer out. Yeah, your mom. mom. My mom, not my future wife. Correct, correct. Okay. Um, Carly. She's Carly, the yeah. Eagle River Hockey League's best, best customer when it comes to swag. Uh, so yeah, the last few fan. years, I'm running the swag table. <laughs> At at, uh, at whatnot, she'll come in. She'll buy twenty beanies, sixteen sweatshirts, and she'll right. drop a grand. And about two weeks ago, we we didn't unleash the dump and change swag dot com, and the orders have been you know pretty decent. We we obviously want to sell more. Where's Mama Holmberg's order? That's what I want to know. So, my family 
uh, is primarily back east, right? And uh, the the hockey side of the family is is rooted real deep in Massachusetts and Connecticut. And uh, it, she buys all this stuff for my uncles and then my uh, cousins and stuff like that. Um, I don't know that she's shared the podcast with them very heavily yet uh, due to the fact that uh, a lot of my cousins are still in youth minor hockey. <laughs> and the last thing she probably needs she to... Wants to hear is the truth. Yeah, wants to hear... <laughs> wants my uncles to hear or my cousins, right, who in various ages, right? Here is uh, maybe me moaning with Reed <laughs> on a fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Dump that puck deep in here. <laughs> So, uh, I'll get on her about that. Um, but yeah, she will, uh, I can guarantee you come Christmas time, come like the month and a half, two months before Christmas time, which is pretty soon. She will be, uh, probably dumping a, a, a rather large chunk of money into that. Also, we probably, you know, eventually we're going to have to up the stock because there's a lot of fat people who don't play the hockey. You oh, know, play, we hear about run. that. No oh. triple X's. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Which I get it, right? If you can't play, you might as well listen and live the dream, right? So, <laughs> got, Those got to be a special order, though. Those, yeah. I, I've, I've schlepped a lot of swag over the course of freaking all sorts of shit. Your yeah. NHL, Coach Matt Cub, Max, uh, Omar shit. The triple XL's, you know, they don't sell out as fast as they no. can L. Or They're a niche market, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to discriminate against big boys because no. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a big boy. I'm a double XL guy, right? I got, I'm got thick and meaty and ready to fuck. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, it. right? But, like, anyway, so the uh, we'll get the mom on the, the order. Awful segue. and uh, <laughs> Terrible segue. <laughs> and we'll, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let her know. That's a great joke. Okay, let's let's get off mom. Um, get off the mom. Dump and change. I just got out yours. That's it. Ooh, gross. Sorry. So quickly, you saw that Hawaii did change their 14-day quarantine rule. As long as you show up with evidence of a negative test within 72 hours prior to you getting there, you're allowed to not quarantine. Which I say, all right. So we can. Record Cor- corporate meeting. Record corporate from meeting. you know uh, the Big oh. Island, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe after Mama Holmberg's swag order. Yes. Yeah. 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 We need some money. We do need some money. God, we're yeah. I'm gonna yeah. tell her to listen to this episode. She'll be so proud. Yeah. So sure uh, the will. other guy, only guy with the guy we got. Oh, what the hell's his name? Um, oh yeah, Kevin. Uh, he's at the kid table, which is probably where you'd like to be. Um, your sippy he's cup. got all sorts of gear over there. You can't even see him. He's got a monitor with five screens. He's got, like, two computers, a huge monitor split into, like, eight cameras. Huge monitor, little wiener. Also, little wiener. All sorts of cameras. I'm looking at the camera up there. I don't know if this is going on YouTube or whatever, but I'm wearing the battle vest today. I fucking look pretty good. Lettuce is flowing. <laughs> lettuce. The letty. The letty. The letty is flowing. That's right. Uh, so what's up, Hale? How you doing, bud? Yeah, that's enough, Kevin. Thanks. Yeah, right. thank you. <laughs> Shh, shut Thanks, up, Proby. Nah, he has a bang up job. Bang up job. And we're gonna get the Hale here. In Sometimes a other people uh, do his job. I don't know. Stop by. Uh, but yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, NHL playoffs. You guys are still watching, I assume. So, in my notes, Rito, you picked the 
I built the stars. You picked the stars a long time You're ago. You're down, right? 3-1? Three, 3-1. One. Three, three, one. You picked yeah. them a long time ago. Um, Still time are to you, come back. So I, every time I see watch a game, and like that game last night was pretty sick. I mean, it's a pretty sick hockey game. I always, I always envisioned uh, the, the gladiator guy looking at Reed in the stands like, are you not entertained? So that's my question mm. to you. That's my question to you. Are you not entertained st- still? Uh, not really. I think it's <laughs> I stupid. It. You know, and I'm not probably going to have a lot of flack for this. I think it's gay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's, I'm, if I'm, not that, you know, but that. <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking, I'm grandfathered in there. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not into it. The no fan thing. It's not a real season to me. It's part of the 80 game grind is the 80 game grind. And now you have teams that were in and weren't in. And now teams that were maybe arrested guys and whatever. It's, I'm just, I, yeah, the guys are great. Plays are great. It's good hockey, but. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine being on a team that wins the cup this year? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Where's oh. the fans? Where's the where, you, shit you dream about when you're a kid? It's, it's like, not there. It's like winning a beer league championship. I it mean, not, piped in, not really, but cheering I mean, and stuff. And yeah. and to answer your question, no, I'm not into it. Uh, secondly, uh, talked to Scotty Gomez the other day. Came out the brewery for his thing. It was great. Uh, Swanee. Taught him how, of him how to make make beer, and he's like, "Hey, Rito, are you uh, you been watching the playoffs?" I'm like, "Scotty, uh, you know, I'm just not into it. I just, you know, I get shit for it. I just, I I'm not into it." Went on, and he's like, yeah, "Me neither." Someone's uh, supposed to call me and had an interview or something and talk about. It. I said, "Well, you better get on the computer." And Google <laughs> John, he's trying to, he's trying to get Taffer. He's, he's trying, trying to get phone from John like, fucking oh, Taffer. Sick, sick. It was like this, that, this game, and it's like yeah, I don't know anything. I'm not following it. I know, I know, kind of know the teams that are in it. I know I picked the stars. I was happy to see them go as far as they're down three one. Still time, but uh, I will say this: like Lightning's playing pretty goddamn good. Put, too. Putting it in. Your perspective, like as nice as the games have been, and I know Glinesy has kind of been all on board and kind of coming. Oh, he's full drinking circle, the Kool Aid. Drinking the Kool Aid. If you put it, if you put it in the reference of, yeah, that game last night was pretty sick. Imagine if it was in Dallas, full of fans. Yeah. That would be like a real and, NHL hockey game. And so I, I can still see the argument for sure. Not even an argument. I can still see your opinion. Um, and totally get it. By the way, it is. Dallas Stars best goal song in the world, Pantera. Oh, pa- really? Pan- Pantera did their goal song. Yeah. Uh, nice. Sorry. Right. Metal. That is very metal. Um, so speaking of the playoffs, what about Milbury? How do you got it? Uh, he gone? Oh, uh, that's. I'm gonna say it right now. Bullshit. I agree. Bullshit. You can't say we're getting that it, soft. That's where we're at. I mean, it's, that's, and he's, 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 he's spot on. I that's mean, where he's, we're he's at. He's freaking spot on. He said nothing offensive nothing, at all. Nothing derogatory, I don't think. That, that nothing. Dude, that's, that's the what world. Did, what did he say? He said something to the effect that, that women aren't around so to distract the players. To distract the boys. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. That's True. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at NBC. You're not looking at, like, the broader picture you're looking at a company nbc who's looking to cover their own ass and right now the the knee-jerk reaction is the only reaction to take during those God. and they did the same thing with jeremy ronick so yeah yeah that was and that was nothing like, he's was friends nothing with good. Catherine tappan and like Catherine, good like good they travel yeah, they go on vacation yeah. every yeah. year there's together. no there's no context anymore it's just knee-jerk what's the public gonna think get him the fuck off it's a joke. Well, the, it's a joke. You know, the, the knee jerk for the Ronick, you know, whatever. I mean, that's more understandable than the knee jerk for Milbury. Mm-hmm. Milbury literally said that was nothing. That, 
no, nothing. It was, yeah. it was, it was, well, yeah. and they're, they're in the middle of like trying to get more female commentators on They're They're, they're offering jobs to, um, fire all your male ones and then get plenty of opportunity. Yeah. But, but like, that's, that's where they're coming from. And while I understand it, I don't agree with it. That's where I'm at. I'll tell you what, uh, Catherine Tappan, take her for example. I love her. She, I love her too. Catherine. She's she awesome. She is so sexy, but you know what? Tappen. She's classy. She knows the she game too. She is classy, though. knows the game. They got some other ones on there that look like, they look like, lack of a better word, they look like hookers. And you're like, yeah. the big, huge, you know, stiletto heels, and, the night, and, and they're, they're cute, they're good looking bays, but you're like, okay, it doesn't, doesn't, mm-hmm. I'm just, old, I'm, I'm older, but Catherine, just, she's just. Classy. Sexy, classy, intelligent. That's, that's what yeah. probably I like I her it. most about her, is that like, when I listen to her talk, I don't think it's a woman talking about hockey. I just think it's somebody talking to me about no, fucking she's hockey. She's great. It's it Tell has me. absolutely mm-hmm. no her gender has absolutely no bearing on the game. And she never even played too. I don't think so. I don't she, think was mar- so. she was married to an NHL guy for a while. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think AHL guy, I thought. Not maybe NHL. maybe yeah. AHL guy. Yeah, borderline guy. But, but, but like regardless. So like yeah, I'm, she's awesome. It's bullshit. Awesome. It's bullshit that you know what Milbury said, like he's an idiot for saying that. But at the same time, do I think the repercussions of what he said should have happened? I don't know. No. He should still be on the air as much as I don't like him. I wasn't a big fan. I was going to say, I'm a big, big fan of him. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like him either, <laughs> but do I think he should have been like fired over that? Do you, guys, uh, do you guys follow uh, Sean Avery on Instagram? Yes. I do. Oh, God. That guy is a beautician. Beautician. Yeah. Uh, hey, the best part of the playoffs. Is, is, uh, is Gomez on Cameo now because – Avery got on cameo. Do you feel like there's a little bit of a connection there? hundred percent. Maybe we, yeah. we should have, you sh- yeah. I should have said this, something to you to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> we had, yeah he had some great, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Gomez, you just, you just He's a fucking say beauty. one thing and it's like, <laughs> he comes up with like four stories on one side and, and he's just, that was great. I mean, he could, we, he could, we could have him on like once a year. Easy. Oh yeah. Maybe Four times a year. He's still kicking around. Yeah, he know. is. For a while. Just staying. For a while. Yeah. He's got his uh, Gomez, uh, Dude, did Uncle he, Scotty's house. He did that. Uh, learn to be a pro. He did it's that. Classic. So, Which, by the way, that learn to be pro oh, funny. segment is hilarious. Well, that's what he's doing at the, he did that at Omar. So yeah. That's coming out soon. So he did that little uh, Instagram plug uh, for his cameo. And I don't know what it was, but he, I'm not kidding you. He looked exactly like fucking Napoleon Dynamite. On that shit. Yeah. God bless that man. He is he is such a fucking beauty. That Speaking guy. of cameos, we thought of you doing one, you know, hi, this is Kenny from Dump and Change. <laughs> yeah, hi. And you know, you just give us like, oh, yeah. What's your wife's name? Moaning, well, yeah. Put your it's, wife's name and goes, then I'll moan with your yeah, wife's name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So No, fifty dollars a cameo. Dude, all day long. All, you all know what? Long. Just to kickstart it, I'll even do them for free. If you uh, <laughs> if you want to go ahead and request one of those, it's Kenny at Dumpinchains or DMCPod.com. I'm put my request in right now. I want one. <laughs> you want one for Shonda? I want one for Shonda. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll give you one for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Ooh, yeah, great. Stuff my turkey. Yeah, baby. Ooh. Perfect. <laughs> and you need, trigger, you need a trick-or-treating one for Shonda probably. Yeah. Come yeah. knock on my door inside me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure she'll love that yeah, one. I want that fun-sized Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm uh, telling you, you yeah. have a, you have a, the sky's the limit. With yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. Sure. Fuck, your mom's not buying shit. No, she's not. Not after this. <laughs> she's already turned. She's hit stop, and she's texting me right now. What the fuck, Kenny? <laughs> Kenneth 
Holmberg. Ken George. How fucking dare you? Classic. Yeah. Classic you guys, stuff. Well, then there's there's a there's market for that shit. Man. Yeah, there I is. Did yeah. you guys uh you reffed the nine oh seven showcase last yeah. weekend? Yeah. So all the stuff that I was getting and and I'm asking because we are still in the midst of this COVID regulation and stuff like that. The pictures I saw from the rink, the rink was like slam jammed, packed. There was a lot of people in there, yeah. And a lot of them, like, they still refuse to wear the mask, mm-hmm. which, hey, I, I, don't, I don't buy it either. I, you know, I, I see material online that shows, you know, this is how a mask works. This isn't working. This not, but you know what? If it's going to help us supposedly get back to normal quicker, I, I wear the mask. Okay? Yeah. I, I wear it. Yeah. But I was just looking around the rink, even at the one game I did yesterday, at the 12 level, there's still a lot of people are just like, nah, fuck it. Dude. Fuck it. it. I'm, not, I'm not wearing a mask. You can't tell me to wear a mask. What, if, what annoys me the most is it, it's just such a small little sacrifice that everyone has to, to do. Totally. And like, yeah, so it sucks, right? Just fucking buy in so we can get through this shit. Don't think about, oh, well, it's my freedom to not wear a fucking mask. Yes, it is. But guess what? Yeah, we're all going to make like, a little bit. We're all going to give a little to get a little here. So right. put the mask on. Like, really, are you being inconvenienced so much that you can't put a, something on your face so, for an hour? Like, it's a hockey game. That's what she said. Oh, he said. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dental, said. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a dental dam. You, well, you, you heard <laughs> the Diamond Volleyball team, whoever they were playing, one of the girls tested positive. And the entire Diamond Volleyball team and the team they played, they're done for two weeks. Yeah. Two it, weeks done. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it, it, I, I guess that was kind of the point is, you know, if you guys want these rinks to stay open and you, you, you don't want the homeless people moving back into them, you better do your due diligence yeah. as much or as little as you think it does or doesn't help or is effective. It doesn't matter. It's in the rules. Put the mask on, wash your hands, stay away from each other. Because I can tell you, the Mac Center's already said, we test positive here, we're closing for two weeks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So guess what? Everybody, everybody, that doesn't just affect your team or just affect your practice. That affects every single person at the Mac Center, not even MHA related. Yeah. The freestyle skaters, the jogger, everybody, it closes. So yeah. just make the sacrifice and, and do your due diligence. So, and you got to think of it too deeper, right? So these kids, right, if they come out and play and somebody tests positive, those teams are done. Right. And it goes even deeper than that. So those teams are done. Now the officials that did that game. And if it was a high enough level game. Sorry. What the fuck are you doing over there? Jesus Christ. Uh, Those officials are done for two weeks, I'm assuming. Right. Like, so say you get like a, a group of guys who really know what they're doing, that like teams like to have out there doing their games. You're you're hosed. No more of those. Those guys aren't doing any games. So you guys have a, have a protocol in place then, too? I, I, there is, and uh, AHO has told us that, hey, listen, if, if we end up getting told that a team has somebody test positive, we're going to let you know, and then I'm assuming at that point in time they're going to have us quarantine yeah. out for X they, I mean, they would, ha- they would have to. Yeah, and, and I understand it, but at the same time, like, if you want the shit to stop, just don't be stupid and just put something on your fucking face. Go watch your kid play. Have a good time, and then when you guys leave, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And right? even if you do get sick, at least you can say, hey, I did what you told me to do. It's perception. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. perception. Exactly. You know? my, my thing with the mask is there's a guy named Sean Stevenson. Look him up on Instagram. He is a science educator. and he, he, he That's has, the one you sent? I sent yeah. you. And I, I don't it, – it's like a 40-minute, 30-minute deal, but – the guy's really, he has a great voice, just like you. <laughs> yeah, he does. And just, I couldn't stop. Maybe that was it. Couldn't stop listening to him. But um, 
and he, he just points out that, you know, basically, and you can agree or disagree, obviously, but give them a listen. Um, the masks don't do much, if yeah. anything. Yeah. Even the, the N95 masks don't do much. And there's, he, he go, goes back to this report in 2015, which, which was funded by the World Health Organization. And all this is out there. And he keeps, he keeps saying, this, the data exists. Yeah. You can't ignore it. So and it's, it talks about even those N95 masks are not good. What's, what I took out of it, at the end of the day, it was wash your goddamn hands. Yeah. Which I am um, yeah, stop being a guilty fucking scumbag. Of, because in that, in that uh, report, they mentioned one clinic had a higher number of outbreaks or whatever, of whatever they're testing, and it was all male uh, doctors. And well, yeah, males, even doctors, are dipshits at washing their hands. And my wife is on me all the time. Like, I go take a piss. Like, I think I've told this before. I take a piss <laughs> in the middle of the night. I don't wash my hands. I turn the water on, sit there for a second. <laughs> I'm an idiot, but I have started washing my hands more. But that, anyway, give the guy a listen whether you agree or disagree. He had some good uh, good points, and, yeah, those masks don't do shit. There, there's that. a guy like that. Try on. flying on. You've, you've been flying. Flying on them with them on sucks. Miserable. Well, so there, there's a guy like that guy. You can still he, smell the fart of the guy who does two rows back. <laughs> he rips when you're like, hey, dude. He did, he did all the masks, and he did a vape underneath them, and the vape particles, I guess, are the same size as, it's vapor. A, as the corona or whatever. Yeah. Oh. It just, like, if you, watch right it, if you watch it with that perspective, like a visual, it's like, oh, holy shit, you know? And speaking of the airplanes, it's kind of weird. Some crews you get on, and, like, the second you walk on, they're like, cover your nose. You need to cover your nose. And then some crews you get on, you, you know, it's down around your chin or your mouth or whatever. They, they don't say anything, you know? So it's kind of yeah, well. The one preference. lady on my flight, and I'm not calling any. I'm not gonna name the airline, but that she comes back. I'm. It's six in the morning. I have a coffee, yeah. and I'm drinking my coffee. She starts her little spiel on the pre-flight check. To, right, Will you please put your mask on while you're standing? I was like, okay. The yeah. guy in front of me, a kitty corner on the other aisle in front, was eating a freaking egg McMuffin. I'm like, but his. It's like, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I play. I, I do play along. I put it on. And um, don't want the confrontation. But I had a lovely flight attendant the other day uh, on my uh, flight down to Illinois. It, uh, I got upgraded to first class, so I lost that flight attendant. But she did come up and see me. It was uh, the lovely Linny Mack. Linny Mack. Linny oh, Mack. Linny. Yeah. She's a, she's a flight attendant. She's a yeah. flight attendant. Yeah. And I, uh, I guess she's going on furlough. She's going on furlough. Um, still gets all bennies. Still gets in there. bennies. Who's she stuff? flying for? Alaska. Alaska. Oh, okay. It was kind of cool seeing. It was kind of cool seeing her. Yeah, <laughs> I've not been on one of her flights yet, but it's a matter of time. How long has she been there? She well, she got furloughed. She's real, real. Uh, God, maybe a year. Oh wow, maybe Early, a year. Yeah, so it's yeah. like eh, she gets it, but she she's loving it. Um, it's it's a tough business to get into right now, and I'm gonna tell you firsthand right now. Airlines are. They're struggling, so... Oh, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you, if there was ever a better time to fly than right now, I don't know when it was, because like right now, a, a one-way ticket to Illinois is like 140 bucks. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, yeah. and you get the no, no one in the middle seat. And another one of those stars that had to align for me to be able to do what I'm doing was the price of airfare being off the charts low right now. So, yeah. Hey, I don't know where you guys had this on your list of, uh, it was on my agenda. I'm sure it was. And I, I'll, I'll use COVID as a segue. I'll use, I was at the a local establishment here in uh, downtown Eagle River uh, last evening, having a, having a few pints and um, uh, the owners of the business and, uh, and, and the employees, uh, they were doing it by the book. 
Um, you know, they were serving, serving their pints, wearing their masks. They were, you know, one guy, he looked like he might have been an owner, could have been a fucking new guy, FNG, I don't know. But, you know, he was, he was, washing, he was washing pints with, with, uh, with a mask on. But anyway, uh, everybody was having a good time. You know, we followed all the mandates. We were, you know, distancing as best as possible. They had, uh, they expanded out to the parking lot with canopies and, and it was all roped off. And, and uh, they were celebrating their uh, fifth anniversary. And that, that little, uh, that little uh, business, uh, Odd Man Rush. Yeah. Oh yeah, brewing dude. company Crazy. fifth anniversary. Congratulations, Rito Swanee and uh, and uh, and Roscoe on uh, that endeavor. What a great light, dude! It's a it's a miracle. It's what we call the the miracle beer. We uh, our anniversary beer. But yeah, no, it's five years. It seems like yesterday when we were um, opening that place and had a bunch of money into it and sleepless nights of. Uh, you know, what if our beer actually sucks and people are saying it's good? Like, what if our fucking, I, I sat up, like, what if our actually, what if our beer actually, they're just saying it's good, but it's not good. And then we go out there and look like fools. I go, fuck. I mean, it was just, I could not sleep. I mean, that was one thing um, I remember about that. And then just, yeah, busting your ass to build it. And we all built it. Uh, that we, we did brick and mortar that place. I mean, we all um, built it from the ground up. Uh, my brother-in-law Sam Thies helped us big time, and such a good dude. Um, owe a lot to him too. But no, it was it was huge. It was huge, and uh, yeah, five years. And I think uh, yeah, we love what we do, and that uh, the sense of community, kind of the same thing with the Mac. So we'll kind of get to that. It's a good segue. <laughs> I hear Odd Man Rush has a new uh, a new employee. I am. I am a full time. At the brewery now. So oh, was that to, you washing all the pints last night? Yeah, you could, oh, I didn't my glasses on. Oh, I had my contacts in. Right, so right, the mask was a little, fogging uh, up, right, little yeah. sexy. Like, yeah, the mask fogs up the glasses. Sucks. For the you ladies. Know. Yeah. No, nah, you guys killed it last Eye night. Eye candy. No, yeah. it was it was crazy, man. It you was, guys killed it. It was kind of cool too when you go um, in your brewery. You look out and there's always that. I mean, I when I brewed my first batch of beer, you meet, hey, dude, how cool it'd be to have a brewery or have something like that and have people have your beer. So like opening the brewery five years ago and have people out there genuinely enjoying what you've made, what you've created. Um, and that still is not lost to this day. It's, uh, you see people in there like last night I had, there was a bunch of people there, shit ton of people. Um, but n- not, it wasn't just, there was a few hockey guys there, but not a lot, a lot of people I didn't even know. People I didn't even, that never come out there that came out to celebrate, which was way cool. And uh, no, just sharing that uh, sense of community. It's the same, it's the same, uh, same as the Mac Center, but different, obviously. I heard you guys were out of glasses by like four, four thirty. No, we had glasses too. God, maybe five. But the uh, we had Guy Conley. <laughs> I got the last one. I swear to God. Fuck, and man. I had to, I had to leave work yeah, early. Yeah, man. I wish I'd have I got. One. I got. I got. I got you a couple got stocked away. So, Attaboy. Attaboy. Uh, but the Guy Conley was there from Fat Tarm again, and he texted me at five. He's like, "I was honestly not expecting this many people." I'm like, "Good problem to have, bro." So we had to have. His, Someone he called back. I need more dough balls, and he had to come back. I can't. He's like, it's his biggest, biggest night he's ever had in that truck. So, who, who like, is the food truck again? Uh, Fat Tarmian. Oh, kind of guy, Conley. Great guy. Good, good pizza. But I'm bounce. Great, good dude. Good dude. And I can't remember. I was. I'm sorry. The guy who was working with him, because guy was there sweating his ass off too. But he had a a, a cook with him. And uh, sorry, guy. I don't remember your name. The other the other dude. Sorry dude guy um i was 
pretty buckled. So I, <laughs> he told me his name. Don't remember. He was he was they were slinging slinging pizzas and it was great and uh, yeah, huge. But it's still it's a we we can't call it a one night party because it's like the COVID. We call it the, the party weekend. It's kind of like with me and my wife will attest to this, Sean. I'm sorry, but you know every every year it's like okay, the weekend celebration of Reed. Now that's that's become <laughs> now it's more like a week. The week of Reed is like Reed. I, I pick. Like there you go. Birthdays in August 26th, so a couple of weeks prior to that, or a week, whatever. I pick my seven days, and that may that may go to two weeks. It's next a year. birthday I don't know. month. It's like you get to the month, and then it'll just be. I don't know where you go from there. Every <laughs> once I'll, a month, well, uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So with that, uh, I am full time at the brewery. So it was a uh, it was a tough. So I'm no no longer at the Max Center. So I've not uh, advertised that. Wait, what? Too many places. What's that? You were no longer at the Mac Center. I am no longer at the Mac Center. I retired from the Mac Center. Uh, my last day was, official day was September 19th, which was last Saturday. Um, was there for 23, a little over 23 years. And uh, it was a very difficult decision to come to. And then uh, I know the timing wasn't perfect for them, maybe, but... The timing was perfect for me, and I just had to do it. I've been talking about it for a while. And, um, yeah, the biggest thing I think I'll miss, obviously, are my guys I work with, uh, Jasper, Travis. The big uh, We call ourselves the A-team because uh, when shit hit the fan, the A-team shows up and figured it out. And those guys always made me look good, believe me. Uh, two solid, solid individuals there. And they're not the only one. Then we got Skylar Davis in there. Or Schooler, if you want to call him Schooler. Uh, Skyler Davis, he's only been there a year, but we used to coach him, and he's a really good kid. And my office manager, Karen uh, Chaperone, will be um, assuming my duties with me kind of helping in here and there. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done at the MAG Center. So it's, uh, yeah, like I said, bittersweet for sure. But um, everyone always asks the reason. I think the reason they gave them uni was that, that OMR got so busy. And that's partially true, but... The truth is, dealing with the Muni and their bullshit, uh, I am fucking over it. So, um, I got no love loss on the Muni. I got no love loss on the Parks Board out here, if you want to be honest with you. Uh, you know, no support from those guys going through all that shit. Um, and you go back to the, I mean, well-documented highs and lows of my career. The lows are probably, you know, obviously what happened, um, and with the, you know, I, and I hired a bookkeeper that she made a few clerical mistakes and that's, it was a small thing blown into huge, uh, proportion, blown out of proportion. So, um, and I, but I took the heat and then, you know, again, that's why I got that text that what time I texted you, I was kind of drunk last night, but I texted Steve, thanks for saving my ass. And, and what I meant by that was, um, you know, we started this hockey league. It was a vision where Walt and I had talked about it, but what really took off when, A, they told me if I was, I didn't make my budget, I was fired. That was a motivator. And then when Steve got in on board and him and I started clicking along, it fucking blew up into what it is, which is great, which, by the way, it, uh, the Ewer Hockey League generates about 75000 bucks for the Max Center in ice sales, of which the board, Steve and I, Walt, Kenny, everybody, no one gets paid. Um, in that first year in particular, we had probably 500 hours of our own time invested in the league. Don't get me wrong, it was fun. We're down at the brewery having fun. We're down, you know, 
I was drugged to the papers. Oh, the guy's got his shirt off uh, on Instagram drinking yeah. shots of whiskey at the at the at the uh, at tips. And it's like, okay, I'm not the mayor. If I want to go down and have a couple shots of whiskey and bark at the moon, I'll do it. And I did. Um, so they didn't like the hockey league because they the parks board accused me, if you guys all remember, of trying to line my pockets at the brewery through the hockey league. Uh, so again, Parks Board, if you're listening, I hope you are. You can fuck off, number one, and thanks for the support because the only reason, which I explained at that meeting, the only reason I started the EHL with you, with you guys was that you don't have a job unless you make your budget. Well, guess what? League of Hockey League made my budget. It, it's the reason that Max Center is profitable right now, one of the reasons, not the only reason. Um, and to have them come back and say that I'm trying to fill my pockets was fucking bullshit. And... And Karen down there, Richards, yeah, she said, uh, and it's in their minutes, that oh, we don't want you doing ERHL business while you're on the clock at the MAC. And I'm like, lady, uh, I don't know if you know how it works, but if you want to go play hockey, do you go to the soccer field? No, you go to the goddamn ice rink, local ice rink, and you ask questions. And guess what? I just happen to be there 24-7. So, yeah, I'm doing <laughs> to make it work. Yeah, and again, 75000 bucks. I mean, we, we buy seven sheets a week now. That's a lot of fucking money. It's huge. And um, so that was the real reason, if anyone asks, and that, that shit follows you around. Um, for a while there, when I was slowly telling people, it seemed like every third person, well, did you, did you get pushed out? Did you get forced out? Fuck no, I didn't get forced out. I freaking retired. I quit because of dealing with the municipality. And if they want to keep a nice facility, I hope they get someone in there, guy or gal, that can do a good job and is passionate about the community because it's a huge community thing like Odd Man Rush is. Um, and if you don't have that, if you want it to be like the rinks in town, fucking have at it. Because, and I'll tell you the way I think the rinks in town are shitty, and it's just it's a fact. Um, we're talking about Bokey and Dempsey. They're pieces of shit because they don't care, number one. And they make money. It's always been about the money. And I'll get back to that. It's always been about the money. Win or lose, they were, it's money. As long as you make money, they don't care. So they're going to make money. Bokey makes money. They have two sheets. It's a piece of shit. They don't care. Dempsey, same thing. They don't care. I, I can't believe we haven't rallied. There is a rallying cry coming, coming, which I'll get to. But again, Eager Hockey League, didn't like this, didn't like that. The guy writing the paper, he said fuck, and he said this. And it's like, and the, now what they do? Oh, hey, Reed, how's the hockey league going? It's like, you know what? Fuck you. Same guys that were like in my face about me trying to benefit through, uh, you're benefiting, uh, Brian Fay, and I quote, you're benefiting on many levels. I was like, uh, how? Well, you're the GM of the McDonald's Center, you're the president of the hockey league, and you're the owner of the Odd Man Rush Brewing. So you're, I was like, oh my God. Again, the only reason the league was started, other than to have Steve and I have fun and everyone else on the board, was to make the Max Center money. The Max Center is the only one winning in the money game. No one gets paid. No one gets anything. It, it, it's unbelievable. And by the way, all the hockey guys already come to the brewery, so fuck off. <laughs> you know, that's funny because they, they say that, it, like you said, it was started because of that. We talked about a hockey league for five years. Yeah. Five years before we ever even, like, attempted to do anything with it. Um, on. I was there from day one with you. Um, I was there with John Rod. I found a bag of garbage out of the back of my truck that had my name on it and, and picked it all up and 
brought it to me and told me that this is now this is going to go and blah 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 and and uh and just to watch how you were able to step in in a pretty trying time and and, and uh I mean, a difficult time for you, especially to immerse yourself in something that your dad was a big part of. And like basically every corner, you know, Coach Mack has been in it, you know, and for you to do that and show up and take over, it's all I've ever known at the Mac is you. Um, and all I can say is like, wow, what a run. And uh, it's, Thank a, you. it's a real uh, honor and pleasure being your friend and being able to do shit like this with you guys. Uh, and uh the Mac is a lesser place now without you in it for sure. Well, I, I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Mac Center, I've got, I've, uh, I have some respect for uh, Rod and the fact what he set the groundwork for, but that's kind of where the respect ends because uh, that guy turned into a dick too. Um, but, and maybe that's just working for the Muni does that to you. But I will say um, the rink is as nice as, as ever. Um, and that is over 30 years old, 36 years old. So I didn't have the thing when it was brand new. Um, I got it when shit was breaking and this is wearing out and stuff wears out and the roof's got to be replaced and this and that. So, uh, and I can honestly say that place is, it's as good as, like I said, good as it's ever been. And you know what, Rada, you don't have to be a fucking asshole to get the job done. And, and that's what I think they didn't like the way I did things. And, but end of the day, it's nice. It's, um, you know, we're, I'm leaving that place in a good spot. Got a new Zam coming yep. next week, right? Eighty thousand bucks in the bank from a donor that that the, the Muni wants to get their hands on, which um, it's not their issue. But yeah, we had a uh, Bre Brenda Rogers. She gave gifted the rink eighty five thousand bucks or something like that. The free skate lady. Wow. No, she was her, a walker. Her. Oh, she was, that's she right. Was she walker. was a walker, right? She was a walker, yeah. and uh, um. Yeah, so they, they gave it to Fire Lake Arena Management, which is the management company I, I used to work for that manages the, the rink for the city. And the city wants this and wants that on the money. It's like, dude, it's not your money. If it was made, if the check was made out to municipality of Anchorage, you would know about it and get all the info you want. It's not your money. It's not your problem. So they made that real clear going down the stretch. That but no thank you from the Muni. No. no. When no I first started working with the Muni, I felt like we were working together, and it was a feel-good thing. We're doing the better good. We're serving the people of Eagle River best we can. And at the end, it was like me fighting against them and them fighting against me. And I'm just like, I, it's not the way to, way to do things. Somebody mm -hmm. donates $85,000 to the Lusack Library. It's front-page news. Yeah. And it, yeah. Oh, oh, man. So we could go further. I don't want to go any further. I'm not going to. You left it in good hands, though. I know, like we and talk, in good shape. We talk. We talk about him a little bit, and he's kind of an unknown figure. But Travis Martin is. Uh, I know just from conversations. You know, he's shop talking with me whenever Ashley and I'll go over to his yeah. family's house for barbecue or something like that. I, you know, you could tell from that guy. He takes pride in his job, and he may, he he does not want it any lesser than what you want it, right? Yeah. So he that that guy will take perfectly good care of it. Yeah. Uh, while he's there and, and, you know, you got employees there that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jasper is another one. Jasper. He's been there for 27 years. Invested man. interest into the place. They've done a George Malakos. <laughs> Malakos. <laughs> Malakos. 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 I mean, yeah. George is another one. He's been there um, Prepper. You know, for a long time. And, and, um, and I hope they stick around. If those guys leave. That's, I, that's, I, when, I, it, that's I, when it gets I, scary. Yeah. It's going to get real scary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, huge, uh, very emotional. Um, yeah, it hit me last night. I was at the brewery hanging out and went outside and listened to a little uh, 
had to leave there for a while. I'd get outside my car, so I was in my car listening to a little Jackson Brown, the loadout, and that just that sums up that whole. If you're listening to that loadout, it's a fucking great song. Good song. And uh, it kind of sums up the the whole thing that people don't see that people don't see, you know, the shit that Jasper and Travis and those guys do after hours on weekends when there's an emergency. I mean, I don't know how many times, how many stories. I got a ton of them of uh, the Zam, you know, fucking up. And maybe we missed one Zam, but other than that, people didn't even know that it was a potential. Like, we could have been closed for a week waiting for a part. We somehow managed to fix it, the refrigeration. I mean, that's the kind of shit with that job that keeps you up at night. The goddamn Zam not starting or the refrigeration not running. Those two things, and they always happen at the most, you know, Worst times and mm-hmm. on a weekend during a tournament or on a Sunday night where no one's open, no one's answering the phone, and you got to the A team, you know, would show up and kick ass, and that's what we did. We had the attitude, and we did. We'd show up and kick its ass, and somehow I don't know how because a lot of times, you know, with this new refrigeration system, for example, so computerized, we're we're flying blind, and Jasper and Travis and I have learned so much about how to run that thing, but still are are uh, idiots at the end of the day. It seems like, but <laughs> but Jasper in particular, dude, that is a he's a smart one of the smartest guys I know, and he's meticulous on everything. And yeah, him and I, him and I have butted heads many times, but we always admit when we're wrong and and make it work. So it was just a it was an odd. We were the odd couple for sure. Yeah, but uh, it all it all works. So no, and in the future, um, I'm excited to be back at the brewery. Uh, we're excited to be at the brewery, I guess, full time, and wrap my head around beer and, and a lot less worry, a lot less headache. Uh, and that that kind of job takes years off your life. But I'm not kidding. I mean, but it was a good job. It was a good job. It was flexible for my family for a long time, and you know, have my dad's name on the building. Obviously, you know, it's a tough one to walk away from. So. I think every everyone in Eagle River and anybody who's ever skated at that rink, like I said, we you know we got a group text, and when you announced that you were uh, you were leaving the MAC, you know we kind of all said our own thank yous. But everybody, you know, publicly on this podcast, Eagle River Hockey, Anchorage Hockey, Alaska Hockey, we all thank you for setting the standard there and making that place what it was. Well, thank you, thank you. I didn't set the standard, but I. Uh, I followed the standard that yeah. was set, and yeah, and, uh, yeah it, it's a. Uh, if you look at facilities, and you guys have been around a lot of them, it's um, a lot of them are fucking hunks of shit, like the ones in town, and I can't believe they're doing that. But uh, before we get off topic, the uh, there is finally a group in town. I think there's a lot of AHA guys, and just just, and I'm not sure all the players. Um, I don't want to name them, but I know there's a they're they're trying to get. Uh, the management contracts for Dempsey and Bokey and getting them away from SMG, whatever they're called now, they're, they're, they're horrible. Um, AM Global or some bullshit. But, mm-hmm. you know, they have the Carlson Center up in Fairbanks and, you know, the UAF came out and, you know, I had my buddy who was a coach at Bowling Green. They had to leave the ice at the Carlson Center because the ice was unsafe. And they've showed pictures of it. It's a disgrace. We're talking, it, this is Division One college hockey. This isn't a high school, local high school game, which you should be on point for. Like when at the Mac Center, we make we gather good nets, and it's 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 we treat it like NHL as much as we can, you know. And uh, but if you're got a Division One college hockey team and you're and you're not you're treating your treating your facility like that and everything's like, anyway, um, hopefully this this group gets that and they can run it kind of like we run the Mac, where it's the local people who have an interest in it and. 
and care about it because SMG does not, they care about money. That's the only thing they care about. And they wouldn't take uh, if they couldn't make money. And, you know, when they were short all those years, guess what, taxpayers? They were short. And when, you know, when the Aces went south and then UA went south and everything fell apart, who picked up the tab? You, 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 me. Anyone who pays uh, taxpayers got hosed on that. And it was like they were, God, what was it? They were 600,000, 400,000 below their, uh, um, off their budget numbers or didn't make their budget. Before the Aces left, the Aces left, and the Aces were like 60% of their income. You're like, I don't know how they even keep that place open, but. Well, it's a homeless shelter. So. It's good God. I mean, just whatever. It's uh, it's not my not my issue anymore at this time. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it sucks. But ho- hopefully that group um, can get in and, and clean those rinks up and, again, make Dempsey Anderson a respectable, clean place and, and care about it. Yeah, it's you, not need, hard. you need people that uh, are in the game to be you know, be, be bought in. You're not running a goddamn Seven Eleven. You're, I mean, you got to be involved in the community. I mean, look at you. I mean, you raised three boys that played hockey. You coached and you know coached in the system. Um, you know, Travis Martin, other employees have come through. Some some Chugach River High School graduates come through and work for you. And you got people that give a shit. And if you get some you know major corporation come in and they're running a goddamn Seven Eleven, you're going to get a goddamn Seven Eleven. Sucks. Yeah, not. yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, I hope I hope that group can uh, be successful and and um, yeah, it's just kind of a sad state of a state of hockey. Speaking of that, <laughs> the beloved Sea Wolves, yeah, um, yeah. you know, we kind of all felt that was coming, but when the you know it was it came out as announced, it's like, and we've talked about the negatives, and there's a lot of them. Not having um, any uh, high level hockey in town is a tough one man um how many guys we've had on the pod already and we're 20 episodes in that have all said oh yeah ua me included do i went over watching dennis and Sor- dennis Sorensen and paul Bronis and those guys play at the wells fargo where they're back unfortunately but um yeah that program kind of came out of nowhere what a great story what a shitty fucking ending for that program and just a lot of moving parts and we're going to try and get curly on coach curly on for sure hopefully we can get him on he kind of give us his we, two cents we but, will get him on but yeah. no 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 support from their administration ever and you know they should have a proper rink have they had a proper rink i'm not talking shared with freaking other sports nothing against those sports but you don't share your rink with anyone it's your what other division one sport does that nobody they it's your rink so that was a the writing on the wall and then I mean those those poor dudes of <laughs> recruiting. I mean, and now and then now they're done. So I don't know what the what the uh, the answer is other than you know they can get the West Coast universities involved like Stanford, UCL, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. They all have club teams that have been around forever. You know what does it take to do that? Well, ask uh, Arizona State. Well, yeah. Walt, Walt's yeah. actually been Walt's actually been in uh, pretty tight communication with them lately and. Um, I know the calendar is going to tick away here, but there's a lot going on, and uh, we're, we're hoping to, you know, involve those guys in the pod here soon, and maybe Walt can just kind of hopefully preempt something that, that will be happening soon. Yeah, we're uh, – I talked to Reed kind of about it, and uh, he's just got a – he's got uh, – obviously he's got a busy schedule, and uh, so if a particular date that we'll discuss doesn't work for uh, this upcoming week, then I think that we should probably just assemble a list of dates that work for us and see if any of those work. Mm-hmm for him so uh you know his hockey ops guy is uh is an eagle river chugiak 
yeah. guy. Good and, dude. And, Nick yeah, totally. And I, I told, I told Reed shit. the other day at the brewery, I was like, man, I kind of feel bad about uh, using Nick as a go-between between me and <laughs> Coach Coach Curley. And we kind of looked at each other. That's his job. That's his yeah. job. That's, that's what he does all day. <laughs> yeah. That's what he does all day. So, yeah. so no, uh, Nick is, he's pretty funny. He's like, you know, he kind of had me. You guys have beer there, I said. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so they are working on it. And they, they are definitely trying to, to get here. And, and they want to do whatever they can to spread the word. And we want to help. Um, so and we want as whatever, whatever we can do. Well, Reed yeah. says it best. Like, you know, you lose UAA. I mean, if you just, just off the top of my head, you know, you lose UAA. Let's look at, like, um, the Alaska Oilers organization is ran by Merritt Waldrop, UAA Seawolf. You know, a coach in that organization, J.J. Johnson, UAA Seawolf. Coach in that organization, Keith Morris, UAA Seawolf. Um, just look at some of the local coaches that I coach against. Eric Lawson, UAA Seawolf. Todd Bethard, UAA Seawolf. I mean, the list. Pete McAdany, yeah. Dennis Sorensen. Hey, how about Joe Quinn? Hey, Paul Bronis. I mean, it goes, it goes on. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and without that, it's not just what you lose in Anchorage because without them, UAF, whether they like it or not, they're going down. They're going down, they, dude. They like, how, what, what are they I gonna, hope not, but. What are they going to do? So it, it, it is, yeah, without them and without, I mean, you know, the Aces was bad enough. Now losing UAA. That's the foundation. That is awful. It's awful it's news crumbling. on every youth hockey front you could imagine. And uh, so, you know, raising $3 million to save them for two years, is that a long-term solution? Right. Not right. really because who are they going to get to commit for two years? you got to have state buy-in. you got to have – it's got to be more than – just the community. You gotta it's, have you gotta have your brand new <laughs> facility. Uh, maybe have a refrigeration system. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they, they were talking about they've are, now they're looking at like demoing that lower that Good. lower stair area and this. It's like with what money? Like what are you gonna do this with? You yeah. don't have enough money for the hockey rink, mm-hmm. or, or yeah. you know for the team at all. And now you know like maybe maybe instead of building that big fancy locker room at the Wells Fargo Center, maybe we could have used that money somewhere else. You walk around the campus and see like the art and the bullshit and all the other stuff. It's like. And we're eliminating sports programs for this. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I know the ins and outs of that, um, but I do know that uh, losing UA hockey would be a big blow to and not just high-end high hockey in Alaska, but youth hockey from the very first Adam games that Scott Gomez went, or, or Jeremy Swayman sat behind the goalie because Dad mm-hmm. was Team Doc. We don't have those guys anymore. Yeah, you're not eliminating hockey. You're eliminating dreams. Yeah, it's gone. Oh. It's all gone. So... Hopefully we can get Coach Curley on, shed a little light on it, and, and well, uh, get we will. Well, we'll get d- d- despite the fact that UAA is, is such a train wreck, um, I mean they do. They've had I think two solid. I think the Curley dude. I don't know him real well, but he's he's a good coach, man. He's got a great resume. How they landed him, no idea. That <laughs> poor son of a bitch. I mean, I, I feel yeah. sorry for him. Yeah. I'm gonna go like, Matt Thomas. Great guy, great coach. God damn, if he could have just Dude. won a few games. Yep. When he was with Dude, Utah. he was so goddamn oh. close. And he now he's like ECHL uh, coach, coach of the year. year. Dude, yeah. he's a stud. Dude, the guy, I love that guy, and I felt so bad. Nah, he wasn't a big guy. He's a short guy. He, he was that. not tall. He knows that. But what a good guy. And, dude, he had it. God, if he just could have won a fucking game. I mean, at the end of the day, you got you got to win those games, and he, and he didn't. Although, good God, he's doing it with – Smoke and mirrors. Doing doing with like lesser talent. I hate, no no, uh, uh, slam on the on the players. But you know th- those are the guys, and good for them. They're freaking proving well, people wrong. And doing it's hard. It, God damn. It's hard to recruit to UAA <laughs> when you got you know places like Arizona and stuff like that 
out there. You know, it's well, pick any other school, Wisconsin, and, Notre Dame, yeah, D three schools. Oh, I'm right. just D three schools are better than. Like, I'm just right. talking geographically. Like nobody wants to come to Alaska to play hockey when you got to come here through the winter. It's dark. It's which cold. is funny because I always thought going to Alaska. Shit, everyone wants to come to Alaska. I mean, it should be, but it's still no. You got to get the right type of kid. Well, yeah. well you have to recruit, and then for uh, for the uh, the programs, you know, to to come. Didn't we used to subsidize a lot of their travel? I think. Well, oh yeah. I mean, and, and then you yeah. lose that, and then they're like, "Why would I fly to Alaska on our own dime when I could take a bus?" Right. To Minnesota. Oh, I understand right. why the I WSHA do, did what they did. Yeah. I, I totally understand. I, I mean, do know all those players. I think they all get their own airline miles, though. <laughs> I do. Oh yeah. You know what oh, sucks yeah. is I, I used, we used to get ours. You yeah. know. Oh, yeah. You know what okay. sucks is this year, um, they've got like Cranick. From uh, Eagle River, Stud. Preston Weeks from Saldana. They've got two Shackle. shackles. Well, from one, one went back to junior. Poe went back po, to junior. Good po for him. Junior age. He's like, yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. back good. to junior. No, sure. but like those are those are the kind of things that get locals excited about going to the games, and and you know, and then at that point, you can only take five hundred locals to the game. So like, and that, you know what? I'd like to call out the city and fans of, of I guess of the Aces, if I could. Where the fuck were you guys? All right, you call yourselves hockey fans, blah blah blah. Okay, where in the fuck? Like, hey, it was one of them. Boom, love it. How many UA games did you go to after the after the Aces were shit and done? Yeah, but when the Aces left, I'm like, dude, this is gonna save UAA. We're getting and I'm and nothing yeah. against the Aces and Swanee, who we'll see in a bit, is. When it came back to the Aces, those guys, the play for the Aces are either like Swanee, in the twilight of his career, coming, they're not going anywhere. Closing the door. Whereas you look at UAA and who they played, North Dakotas, Jonathan Taze came through, all these studs, Zach Parisi, all these studs that are playing the college Division One game mm-hmm. are NHL studs in two years. Aces fans are stupid to see that, or I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. They are. I, Reed, they are. There's they no are. fighting. They don't understand. It's a different game. It's NCAA. The, it's, it's a very pussified version of the game. It's very skilled and fast. But I mean, that's, that's the thing is that it's people, They want fights and beer and they want know, fights titties and they, in the glass, and they which I appreciate. Did they serve which beer? Which is also good. It's also good. Hey, did they serve beer at UAA games? Well, you have to go to the goddamn You got to go thing. to the fucking thing. Yeah. And, yeah, every, yeah, every, yeah. Every, but that is must be a UAA thing because every every college is different. I go to Providence mm-hmm. and watch Cam play, and it's uh, – they give you they give you a beer. They don't even mm-hmm. open it. Yeah, they're like, here, take it. I'm like, boom! I put four <laughs> in my pocket, and I'm in there cracking beers. And then you go so, to places like we saw. I saw Cam play at Boston University. Not not Boston University at Northeastern. And I'm like, okay, where's the beer garden? It's the same thing as UA. Mm-hmm. So everyone runs yeah. to that place. It's packed and sweating. Dude. You slam like two drinks and yeah. then you're freaking run. You miss the five, first five minutes of the first period. Yeah. I fucking hate that. No, like, yeah. Let us drink at our seat, okay? That, that, was, that would have saved UA hockey. That, I'm serious. I'm, dude, I'm serious. So like, it, it, yeah, it, you're right. It's a you reasonable, have to have a, it's a reasonable ar- argument yes, or discussion have, to no, say that if people could up. sit there and have a beer at yes. their seat, even if it's half the rink. Just let them have beers yeah, in that wet house. side, dry yep. side. Yeah, sure. At the end of the day, hard. like you're Reed watching. Reed McDonald needs to be the program director. You're watching <laughs> hockey talent at the end of the day, but it's He's really unemployed. a fan experience that you're selling. Yeah. So no, you have true. to. You you got to have good food. You got to have good beer. It doesn't have to be good food. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. Warm like, food. Chicken strips and French fries go a long fucking way in the end. 
greasy. <laughs> just deep fry the fuck out of everything you have. Cheese curds. I don't know. That's right. But like, make sure you have beer and make sure you, you at least have a section for people who are adults that want to go watch a hockey game at the end of the day. Even if there's no fighting. But like, like when I was young, if I went to a UAA game, it sure shit wasn't because I wanted to go watch UAA. It was because, oh, the sewer in town, and I want to go watch, like you said, Jonathan right. Taves, Dude, they, whoever. Somebody Div, one, Div 1 hockey, including oh. UAA, is sick, fast, it is skilled, fucking awesome scary. freaking fucking hockey. Scary. Awesome, awesome to watch. Scary fast now. So, so that's what we're losing. I, and I, God damn it, I hope. Like I said, the only thing that could probably save a UAA and UAF, and I don't know who, I don't know who, who was the, who was the guy that, starts that conversation but to get those yeah maybe to get uh, those colleges reach out to them and go hey you guys could have like division one college hockey and then now you have the Kraken coming in that's even better like I honestly am surprised it hasn't happened with the three teams down in, in California and Gretzky down there and why didn't UCLA, University of Southern California, Stanford, all these Pacific Northwest yeah. is an untapped market it can be killer and there is not there's not enough schools for the talent that's out there. I can guarantee yeah. you that. I think that uh, Did you ever, it, it's always been like that. Your top D3 guys are guys that just did you, bubble guys at Division One and just did, did, did you ever read that article, that Junior Hockey News article, where the guy says D3 hockey used to have uh, Div 1 players sprinkled throughout, and, and he says now D3 hockey, every team has five Div 1 players. No, it's crazy. Every single team has yeah. five Div 1 players. Because there's just not enough teams. Yeah. And that's exactly what he was talking about. It's like, when is, you know, when is Oregon going to have a team? God, University like, yeah. of Oregon, Nike, imagine. Dude, their swag imagine imagine, you, imagine USC's fan base. Oh, chrome ooh. pants or something weird They'd like have that. new jerseys Dude, every yeah. game. Do Helmets. I want to go to uh, University of Southern California or do I want to go to Grand Fork, North Dakota? Well, that's mm. the, Gee, that's a tough one. That's the mm. success story behind uh, ASU because the – the, the, they're the map and, up and down oh, they're yeah, the blueprint coast, up and down the west coast uh, college club hockey is huge every college has a college club i went to eastern washington university and uh goddamn they built their own goddamn rink the for, school did for club yeah, for club hockey yeah. okay um that's not what i'm comparing it to but my brother you know graduated uh Chugiak in, in 90 and he was a third line winger and he wanted to go to arizona so he goes to arizona brings his fucking hockey stick with him he tries out for the goddamn club team they packed the house 7,000 people. Yeah. They sell yeah. beer and chicken wings, Kenny. But, uh, Is that northern? That's all you need. Northern no, Arizona? Right. Uh, uh, University of Arizona in, oh. in Tucson. But they're, obviously the big rival was ASU. The Lumberjacks. Right? So ASU was just a college club team playing in a little shithole, uh, kind of like uh, Dempsey. Uh, love you, Dempsey. But, <laughs> no, but really. Yeah. And, and then, in, you know, 20 years later, they're a fucking Division One hockey. Uh, so Unreal. USCLA, what, uh, US, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, get with the program, man. Yeah. No, I agree 100. percent And I, I, I really Boom. like. I really, really hope that UA sticks around. And I never thought I'd be the guy, you know, waving that flag. But, but you know, without them, if you just go down the list of the things you're going to lose, it's a lot bigger list than the things you're going to gain because you ain't gaining shit by losing the Dip One no. program. You thought he's going Zero. to suffer, suffer. Everybody's probably going to leave early. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking visionary over here. Ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Well, speaking speaking of suffering, and uh, since we're kind of airing a lot of shit out on the table here while we're on the mic, I just want to wrap up the uh, the. I don't know if this is a podcast or a meeting, but uh, 
the checking account's getting a little low, guys. It's dry. It's a little dry. So um, if you guys have got any ideas you want to pitch around the table and how we can uh, up hey, the you, coffers. You fuckers and listening, buy a t-shirt. But I heard, kill yeah. you to buy a fucking t-shirt. One right? t-shirt. We're it's not free. doing this to make money. We're yeah. doing it to, for you guys. It's, and you're, it's free. The Jesus. least you could do is buy a fucking t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. Jesus. I think we need a big infusion of cash. I think we got an idea, though, Steve. It, Steve is our idea guy. Executive Steve producer. Is, Steve has always been the idea guy. <laughs> yeah. What's your idea? My idea is to uh, pitch it to the, the host, Reed McDonald. What? What's your idea? My idea? How are we going to get money? Pull your checkbook out. I'm kidding. No, yeah, of no, course. No. Of course, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, <laughs> Take an out-of-town uh, third-party paycheck. I'll pull, uh, it out. pull it out, Reed. Pull it pull out. Pull it out. <laughs> so oh, the yeah. dump and change business model is uh, get a bunch of guys together, drink a bunch of beer, mm-hmm. and uh, bring some cash. And you know, and then we'll buy some equipment, and then we'll buy some pizza, then bring some more cash, and then we'll buy a banner, and then bring some more cash, and we'll build a studio. And so uh, we can't really. I mean, we 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 could continue this pace, but uh, you know, our wives and future wives, and you know, they kind of future ex wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At some point, uh, we might need uh, an infusion of cash, not in the way of a loan, um, but maybe in the way of a, another partner. It, it goes, it goes deeper. In. It goes deeper than the cash, though. It, it goes the emotional uh, investment into we what could, we're doing. We could get cash anywhere because obviously yeah. we're a big fucking deal. Yes. I mean, but uh, we want somebody that's gonna you know come to the party, bring something to the to the table, and. Um, uh, top of my mind. I know you're going with this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still going. lost. Yeah. Do, we do, we do we ask? Do we ask? Do we ask? Do we ask right now? Let's do it. We got We got to force them going. Let's just make it a fucking gangbang. Kevin Hale. Kevin Hale. Can you come up to the microphone? Come up the mic. Kevin. 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 Don't approach us. Don't approach this mic without come up from without a checkbook. The kid table. Yes. Get your sippy cup. Um. We need some money. Yeah. Well, I, I've been I've been holding on to this uh, check. Um, oh, that's so, a big uh, one. I got a nice check drawn up for you. Sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Um, and, uh, bullshit fix it. Bullshit I, I wanted to make sure it. we included the bullshit fix it for that, there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. Kevin Hale has just presented us a jumbo-sized check. I don't think it's going to cash. It's made out to dump and change to the dollar amount of sixty-nine dollars and sixty-nine cents. So I think he bought about. Half a percent of yeah. the yeah, value of yeah. the half a quarter do I get a percent. T-shirt? Do I get a t-shirt? No. What? Okay. We don't have any triple X. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, exactly. All right, Super Kev. Thick <laughs> Kev. Thanks for your hard work, Super and uh, we appreciate you. And uh, yeah, you are now uh, part owner of Dump and Change. You're gonna have to rip so, that motherfucker up, get your credit fledged. card out, Full and uh, yeah. I got yeah. a contract for you to sign an actual dollar amount that you'll be contributing. So but, uh, yeah, Kevin is officially. He is now not a foursome. It is a fivesome. It's fivesome. officially an orgy. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, Shouldn't no, we make I, him pay $1 less so he's less than everybody else? Yes. Yes. 99.9% ownership. One cent less than everybody yeah. else. So, Pigeon. You're so cool. But real talk, real talk, though, it was a lot of work figuring out how to get all this started up and uh, these guys, uh, being Reed, Walt, and Steve, asked Reed's me. Reed's not the uh, tech guy. Yeah, Re- they asked me, At all. Kenny, Ginge, Holmberg, to the figure out Ginge. how to do this shit. And fucking I, do it. I listen. I trying to find the fucking light switch in the dark room. He figured did it. it out, and I turned it on. And then from that that point in time, 
uh, they had, you know, Steve had reached out to Kevin and uh, I had a lot of shit going on and like it was just it, I it was a lot of unknowns for me personally like it was a lot of uh, technical stuff that I had no idea how to get into uh, Steve reached out to Kevin and of course he knew every little bit of what I didn't know and at that point in time it went from a little podcast to a, you know a sizable a sizable thing that was bigger than any of us could probably have imagined that it was going to be. So I'm personally, I'm glad that you brought Kevin on. Hey, I'll, I'll thank you. Like you've put a shitload of work into this and, uh, it's, uh, it could, we wouldn't be here without what you've done over the last X amount of months. And, uh, Big just want to say thank you. Big time. Thank you, Hale. Don't, you are still on fucking probation. You're still probation. Don't you yeah. fucking think that you probably. get an inch or even what? a half an inch. I just, thanks to Hale, I just hope that you are more willing to come on and talk because you're, he's a funny motherfucker. I yeah, mean, Jin's just funny, <laughs> dude. He's fucking yeah, funny as shit. Well, you keep feeding me lights out. It'll do. It'll, it'll oh, get you. It'll get me, get the, get me primed. Oh, it'll yeah. get you. So good. Um, God, what else do I have on my list? Uh, are, we, are we there? We, we need to get... Um, but I am looking forward to oh oh passing Bagra be there in twenty minutes. So is that is that was a, 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 a Brian? What do you got? Do you got a do you got a Bud Light seltzer? Pussy. He just got done coaching. Got a club water drink when you coach. That's my only rule. Unless it's no, it's apparently right. Are what? Are, you, are we recording? Yeah. Are we recording? We're, we're recording right now. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um, we are. But I mean, I think I think I, well, I think this is a good time to uh, to dump a change. And uh, thanks for listening. And get ready for the next one because it's going to be. It's gonna come fast. But we oh. can't take a dump and change. though. remember we gotta <laughs> give a beach. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a dump and change. Yeah.